to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to who? Miller Thomas, the always wonderful, and might I add, handsome host of this podcast, multimedia journalist and graphic designer. So please go check out my website. It's millardthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we're going to be talking about that series win, the offense breaking out again against the, the Rockies last night, what it means in the standings. And I also want to do a little segment about Eduardo Escobar's and the struggles he's been dealing with this season. So we'll get into all that and more. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast, Locked On Diamondbacks, to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now, let's get into it and let's talk about that Diamondbacks series win. Against the Colorado Rockies because that's huge for the D-backs in terms of you know the standings, uh, getting them back into the playoff race, and you beat the team that was in first place. That was really good for the D-backs. They really needed that one. I mean, it, it was starting to feel a little dicey for this team, but after that one, you'd be surprised to know that the D-backs aren't like they're still right there in the playoff race for as bad as they've been. We're still being, you know, 8-11 and 11 on the season. The D-backs really aren't out of it. I'm looking at the standings right now. The D-backs are only three games back of a wild-card spot. So even for as bad as they've been, they're still right there in the thick of things with, with a chance to make the postseason. So I like what they did in last night's game. And last night was another version of, you know, their offense breaking out. We look at the last four games now. I gave you the guy's stat Earlier in the week when I said, you know, they really didn't score five runs until like their eighth game of the season. Well, now their last four games, they scored at least five runs every game. Starting with the last game against the Padres, they lost that one but scored five runs. And they put up 12 in the first game against the Rockies, seven in the loss the next game. And then they scored 13 last night. And it's actually this series win against the D-backs. Their offense actually tied a record. They scored 32 runs over the series, and it tied a record for most runs scored in a three-game series at Coors, and that record was actually already held by the 2014 D-backs. So this three-game series against the Rockies at Coors Field was actually you know, pretty memorable and pretty record-setting, honestly. That's how good this D-backs offense has been in the last four games, and you could just see it. Everyone's starting to come alive. Everyone has a little bit, you know, they're finally starting to come around, and maybe they were just off to that slow start. Like, baseball is such a, a weird sport where you need such a large sample size. I don't think you need 162 games, but you do need more than 10 games. You do need to play probably the length of at least an NBA season, if not longer, probably 100 games, because baseball is just such a weird sport, and you, you need to have that large sample size to really understand uh, how well, uh, to really understand how good someone is or, you know, whether it was fluky or not. So maybe those first 10 games for the D-backs were a little bit fluky. That offense, how they looked in the first six of the season, maybe that was fluky. And right now, the D-backs offense looks like it's finally starting to break out, finally starting to hold its own. 
you look at this series alone, Ketel Marte, David Peralta, and Christian Walker each had seven hits in the three game in the three games to combine for 21 total, along with four walks, which is nice. And now that trio's all hitting above 300, and they're all doing pretty well. And then Cole Calhoun, he's been a beast recently. He had another three hits last night, scored two runs in RBI. Starling Marte, another home run for him. He had another three hits, four RBIs, two runs scored last night. The D-backs had 18 hits last night. They were going off to, to go along with only four strikeouts. They were amazing last night. Now, we, we still see the, the normal guys struggling in this D-backs lineup. Eduardo Escobar, only one hit. He did have an RBI on a run scored, which is nice. Jake Lamb, 0 for 5. You just don't like to see that. But at least Nick Ahmed came in. He had three hits last night, which you like to see. But I'll get into more Eduardo Escobar later. But he was actually dropped a little bit in the lineup. He was actually batting 6 last night, which is more low than he usually bats. So uh, I'll get into more of him later. But he, he's definitely a guy that needs to pick it up because he's only batting 171 on the year. But for Luke Weaver, uh, it was another start for him where you're just like, man, you could just see the stuff. You just he he had a good first inning. He you know D back scored in the first, so it was actually nice to have a shutdown inning by D backs pitcher in the bottom of the first. But then in the second inning, you know Luke Weaver struggles with the home runs, and he gave up one to Nolan Arenado. And then in the bottom of the fourth, at the D backs poured uh, scored another run to put them up two to one. Luke Weaver gave up a, a three run shot to put the D backs down four to two, and that was. Almost the end of his night. He came back out. Uh, or that was the end of his night after he gave up that home run. He only went three and a third innings. He gave up four earned runs. Two more home runs. And Luke Weaver's numbers just keep getting worse and worse, it seems like, with every star. I think his ERA might have actually went down after last time, too. I'm not too sure, actually. I have to look at what it was. But Luke Weaver is just struggling hard right now. The home runs have been an issue. He only had one walk last night, which I guess is nice, but six hits given up. He the damage he always uh the damage against him, players always teeing off against uh against Luke Weaver has been a big issue this year. He he hasn't been able to do the Zach Allen uh model where you could give up a lot of hits but not give up the home runs or the key hits with runners in scoring position in. Luke Weaver has been awful in that scenario. But for the rest of this D-backs pitching staff, Hector Rondon, I don't know what's been up with him this year. He has not pitched well. And every time I see him come out the bullpen, it seems like he gives up a run. His ERA is a 12.71 right now on the season, which is nothing, which is awful. He gave up two earned runs in just a third of an inning. But Junior Guerrero has been lights out this season. I don't know if anyone's realized, but he has yet to give up an earned run on the year. He had another two strikeouts last night. I like what he did. Uh, Taylor Clark gave up one earned run. He's been solid, though, out the bullpen. Uh, Crichton did good. Andrew Chafin actually got the win. He actually had a good outing out the bullpen. He gave up no earned runs. And Archie Bradley, I mean, he's been a stud this year. I've been pleasantly surprised with how good Archie Bradley has been this year. It's actually reminded me of that 2017 Archie Bradley. He's had the confidence. You know, we, we're starting to use the hashtag fear the beard again. I mean, it, it finally starts to feel like Archie Bradley starting to find his place on this D-backs team. And it seems like he might be in the perfect role. Maybe he was meant to be a closer this whole time and never be, you know, a starter like we originally thought or even a seventh or eighth inning kind of guy. Maybe he was always meant to be this kind of player. But after this series against the Rockies, the, the D-backs are right back in the thick of things. They still have a chance. And if this D-backs offense could keep it going, 
We'll we'll see how far they can go. I'm pretty sure Merrill Kelly's gonna make his next. He'll be the the pitcher for the next start uh, when the D-backs play their next game. I'm pretty sure Merrill Kelly will be the pitcher on the mound. And then let me see real quick who the D-backs are playing. They're playing the Padres again. Wow, I didn't even realize playing the Padres already again for the third time. So the Padres have been a, a big nemesis of this D-backs team so far. They've beaten us in both series this year, and the D-backs. Offenses. That's where it's looked the most lethargic against the uh, Padres. Because against the Rockies, it looked good. Against the Astros, it looked good. It was decent against the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers series was actually closer than people think. But really, against the Padres, they just kind of smacked the D-backs around this year. So we're gonna need Merrill Kelly to actually start us off because he's been the second best pitcher right there. You can't even make the case he's been the best pitcher. He's been right there with Zach Gallen in terms of uh, how well he's pitched on the mound. And if you look at his overall numbers, Merrill Kelly has great numbers on the season for a guy who's a 31-year-old sophomore pitcher who I kind of wrote off to start the year. He's a 2-2-9 ERA. He has 19 innings pitch, only five earned runs, 15 strikeouts. He actually has the best walk per nine in the league, which is actually crazy. He only has a .5 walk per nine. He's only walked one guy in the year. Wow. I didn't even realize that until I just looked at the stats. One walk in 19.2 innings pitch. That's what you're talking about, control and command. This is a guy who's not, you know, he has a, a his strikeout per nine is not huge, 6.9. Pretty modest, honestly. But when you're a guy who can command your pitches and locate, as I always say, that's what's going to happen for you. You don't have to. Everyone thinks you have to be a guy who throws in the upper 90s. No, that's not true. You can be a Zach Greinke type. You just have to learn how to control your pitches and, and have a nice arsenal. Know when to throw your pitches. Know when to when it's a good fastball count. Know when to, you know, maybe this guy's looking for a fastball, so I'll throw my changeup or my breaking ball. Know when to throw that slider or curveball. Merrill Kelly knows when to throw his pitches, and he knows how to hit his spots effectively. So I like him going out there to start the series against the Padres because right now him and Zach Allen are the aces of this team, and I think that could definitely hit this team. You know, I keep saying back on the right track, but we might be on the right track. I don't know. This team is still up and down right now. I need to see more consistency. I like what the offense is doing, but the D-backs pitching is still the biggest question mark for me just because I don't know what my starters are going to give me day in and day out when it comes to Robbie Ray or Luke Weaver, and now we don't know who's going to replace Madison Bumgarner. We'll see about that because this D-backs team is going to need support from their pitchers if they want to make this postseason run. And nobody supports you better, actually, than CBD MD because it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like arnic and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. To make it even easier, try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer. They're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKDOWNMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKDOWNMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. 
With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need on traditional chain storefront. Winder often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the cowman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it. And the guy I want to talk about right now is a little Eduardo Escobar because this this is a guy who the D-backs need. This is a guy who's been a stud for this team in the past. He, he was a stud just last year for this team, but somehow, some for some reason, 2020, he has not been the same kind of guy. I'll get into his splits in a little bit, but let me just tell you his raw numbers off the bat from this year compared to last year. So last year, 2019, Eduardo Escobar batted 270, which is solid, a 320 OBP, which is pretty low, 511 slugging, which is pretty nice. Uh, his home runs, 35 last year, 118 ribbies. He actually led the league in stolen bases with 10, which is actually pretty surprising. And he uh, he struck out a decent amount, 130, which is way more than for way more than I would like. But he still had a pretty solid year. He still had a near all-star worthy campaign. And, you know, when you see his numbers this year, you're just going to fall off the fall off your chair, basically. I don't know what kind of phrase I was trying to use there. Fall off the chair? I don't know. But when you look at his numbers this year, he's batting 171 on the season. He only has 12 hits and 70 at-bats, one home run. He has eight RBIs, which I guess is solid. He has 19 strikeouts. He has more strikeouts than hits right now. 227 OBP and a 243 slugging. The numbers this year for Eduardo Escobar are just disgusting right now. They are not looking good. And a lot of it is because of his splits when you look at him behind the count versus when he's ahead in the count. Eduardo Escobar had just been falling too much behind in the count. When it when he gets those two strike counts, he's really been struggling. Because right now, Eduardo Escobar has 39 at-bats with two strikes. He's batting 128 in those situations where 150 OBP. When you look at Eduardo Escobar, when the pitcher is ahead, Eduardo Escobar is only batting 108 with a 108 OBP. He has 37 at-bats when the pitcher is ahead. When the pitcher is ahead, Eduardo Escobar cannot hit the ball for the life of him. He, There's nothing he can do to hit the ball. He is struggling big time. He has four hits and 37 at-bats. But when Eduardo Escobar is ahead in the account, which has only been... 12 at-bats on the entire year that he's been ahead in the count. His numbers go up drastically in those situations. Eduardo Escobar on the year went ahead, on the, went ahead in the count. He's batting 333, 
and his OBP is 500. So Eduardo Escobar has just been struggling mightily when falling behind in the count, and that's something he didn't struggle with last year in 2019. If you look at his splits from last year, yeah, he was still better when he was ahead than behind, but the numbers weren't that much different. Even when you look at his numbers this year with the splits, just when the count is even, it's only batting 190 when just a 2-2 count. He has 21 at-bats when it's an even count. He's only batting 190 with 227 OBP, a 333 slugging. He's he's struggling big time whenever he has two strikes in his uh, on the count, and I don't know why that is. I don't know why it's been such a big struggle for Eduardo Escobar this year. Why is he getting so many 0-2 counts or 1-2 counts or 2-2 counts? Why is he getting so many two strikes so quickly? It could be because he just not being patient. He's chasing too many pitches, and that's why he's striking out too much. We just look at his numbers from last season, his splits. When, our, when Eduardo Escobar was ahead in the count, he batted 285. When he was even in the count, he batted 284. Now, his OPS went from 1026 when he was ahead in the count to 825 when he was when it was an even count, but still he still had pretty solid production and he had a lot of at bats when it was an even count. And even when he was uh, uh behind in the count, when the pitcher was ahead in the count, he still batted 245. His OPS dipped to 692, but his other peripheral numbers were still pretty similar in terms of how much hits he had, how many home runs, RBIs, all that other kind of production was still pretty similar. You know, he still pretty much got hits at the same rate. It was really just OBP started to go down uh, more and more every time he got more strikes in the count because he is a guy to strike out. He, he is prone to strike out. So the more strikes he had, the more likely he was to strike out. But in terms of home runs and actual hits, run scored, RBI production, he was pretty much the same player. He, he was pretty close to the same player when ahead or behind in the count in 2019. But 2020, that has not been the case. As I just said, the, the splits are telling you he has struggled all season with two strikes. And that's just an area... You need to improve on. You, there are baseball players. I remember Pedroia was one of the best two-strike hitters in his prime because there are guys who actually excel in those situations, and Eduardo Escobar has not. He just we, we saw it last year, and last year could have been an indication of this because he had his career-high strikeouts last year, 130. It was the second time in his career that he went over 100 strikeouts, and the first time was in 2018. So if we just look at the recent trends, his strikeout numbers have consistently gone up the last three years. So maybe this is just furthermore to what we've already seen as a as a trend for Eduardo Escobar. It's not a good trend. You don't want a guy who strike out who's, who's starting to strike out more. It seemed like his other numbers were going up though in terms of his home runs and RBI production. We all thought that was on the up and up, but now that his strikeouts are just outpacing all his other numbers, it, it's not worth it. He's gonna start to get into that Chris Davis ass kind of mode I mean the Orioles Chris Davis where you're just like man he's either a home run or a strikeout and Eduardo Escobar is not the kind of guy that has the power of a Chris Davis so he's definitely gonna need to pick it up and right now the D-backs aren't as confident as Eduardo Escobar as they probably were to begin the season maybe it's because of the 60 games and they need their, their best players available and they need their best players to step up and if you're not we're going to move you down in the lineup or we're going to move you to the bullpen if it comes to it. Because right now, Eduardo Espar, he's moving down this lineup. In last night's game, he batted six. He doesn't bat six too often. He's usually a guy batting, you know, closer in the top five, uh, top half in the lineup. But right now, he's starting to move down a little bit in that lineup. And who knows how far he can fall? You know, if Steven Vogt or Carson Kelly really picks it up, you know, 
if Nick Ahmed goes on a on a kind of tear, you never know. Maybe Eduardo Escobar ends up batting seventh for this team. That'd be a pretty precipitous fall from where he was just a year ago in this D-back squad, where he was arguably the second best offensive player on this team. So Eduardo Escobar is definitely a guy that this D-back team needs. He has the power. He's a slugger. The kind of guy that could get you that RBI, that, that, that middle of the lineup RBI production, that home run production. And he could go, you know, get you doubles, triples. He can do it all. He can get you a lot of extra base hits. And that's not what we've seen from Eduardo Escobar this year. He, we haven't seen the, uh, the extra base hits, and we haven't seen the real Eduardo Escobar. I want to see, see more of it. I want to see a better version of himself because right now he's struggling, and there's not really many better options. Jake Lamb has been awful this season, so I'm not going to replace Eduardo Escobar with a guy like Jake Lamb or someone else. I'm riding or dying with Eduardo Escobar over there at third, but right now... I really need him to pick it up because this D-backs team, this offense is really starting to pop. And if Eduardo Escobar could get in on the action, you might not need your pitching to be that dominant. With as many offensive pieces as this D-backs team has, Eduardo Escobar could be the missing piece in the cherry on top to a great D-backs offense if they continue to break out like this. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Thank you to everyone tuned in today. Hope everyone is out there staying safe and staying healthy. And go watch that D-back tomorrow. Go watch them take down the Padres. And don't forget to go to rockauto.com and cbdmd.com and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout to get 25% off your order. Peace!